Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Studio 603. The Finger Lake series continues this week with an episode recorded a few days before Maggie and Jose's wedding on Lake Cayuga. There's several chapters to this episode. There is a parent corner with Levi and Colton at the onset. Then we possibly catch some fish. And there's some poetry at the end. The captain of our boat was uh, a salty dog and spoke like a sailor. And because of that, there might be a few curse words that have been left unbeeped. If you would prefer a beeped version, you can skip this episode. Uh, Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone, to Studio On A Boat. It's Matt here. I'm here with uh, Levi and Colton. Hello. Hey. And Captain Glenn. And, uh... Well, we're fishing today <laughs> um, with On A Boat. Uh, wait, on, they... on, Lake, on Lake Cayuga. It's, uh, what's it, two days before the wedding of Maggie and Jose? If you've never been fishing, picture boating and don't change anything. <laughs> we are, well, how are we doing so far today, Matt? Uh, well, it's, you know, a little after 10, or, I don't know, we're drinking beer. Beer on 2.11. We're, 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 watch, we're watching some very bent-over poles as we <laughs> troll with some deep uh, riggers. And what else in life is fun without being successful? And <laughs> 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 like, other things, let's rank things that are fun no. that you don't need to be successful no, at. No, you're not. This is, I want this episode to be, while I have both of you here, I want this episode to be about um, your, your recent fatherhood, your recent becoming of fathers. Because that's what you do on both, is you like, talk about your kids and like, mm. you know, dream of them catching fish. So, um, so ranking things, top five parts about, <laughs> top five parts about having kids. Just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, no, that's it, pretty much. That's it. Um, yeah, your your kids are right now back at this like beautiful little cottage that we're staying at on Cayuga Lake, and uh, obviously they bring a lot of joy to many people, especially me. But how you know, like, parenting corner on six oh three. How are things going? Things are great. Uh, Milo is three and a half months. Actually, more than that, really. Three and three quarters months. Um, He's a good little boy. Smiling, giggling, pooping. (laughs) Having a good time. (laughs) Yeah, Pippa's also very fun. Um, I enjoy her more month to month. I was actually saying to Emily yesterday that I basically hate young babies now because <laughs> older babies are so much better. Uh, I mean, it was. I mean, I, this is actually my first meeting of Milo. Was was. Um, Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday or the other day, and uh, Milo was not impressed. We immediately bonded, actually. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. And um, we uh, had a good cuddle, but then, uh, you know, it's just that it doesn't do that many. I guess I'm all about performance and. 
it's just fun when I like this age, this age 11 months is very much like, okay, here's your tricks. Who wants to see the tricks? Mm. And it's kind of funny, but I, I do enjoy it. Wait, My, Milo's not 11 months. No, Pippa, sorry, is 11 months. Okay. So Pippa is nearly one. June 14th will be her birthday. And uh, she loves, like, like one of my favorite ones to show off is if you stand her up on a bed or a couch and start saying, no more monkeys jumping on a bed, <coughs> she, she begins to jump <laughs> and smile. That's so that's a pretty good trick. Uh, I also heard about the, um, in the hot tub last night, I heard about the amen trick. Yep, so at the end of a prayer, or at what she deems is an appropriate time during the middle of a prayer, <laughs> she will say, Amen. <laughs> so, but something I'm conscious of is projecting too much, like demanding too much, and uh, already starting to like, to only express happiness when there is like success. Or, so it's, it's interesting. I just, I, I'm already aware of how much I need to control my emotions and my reactions and my moods around the baby. So, Colty, uh, yes, sir. what's been the hardest part so far? The hardest part so far? I think the hardest thing with uh, someone who simultaneously like very needy, but also can't express anything other than like pure happiness or pure sadness, basically. There's not a lot in between. Um, so, like, just like if he's upset, not knowing what he wants, it's just like sad and scary. He doesn't get sad very often. He's a pretty happy little guy. Um, but it's always a little worrisome when he's crying and we can't figure out why. Just kind of, it's weird. Stressful. It's stressful. Uh, as far as Milo's tricks are concerned, yeah. I would say waking up is a good trick. And. Yeah, as we were shuffling out of the house this morning at 6.30, uh, I was just floating a little bit and not quite with the program yet. And Milo is just this ball of light uh, smiling back at me. And I just had a really existential moment. Like, I think it's the earliest existential moment I've ever had, wow. like looking at this small child thinking, wow, hello. <laughs> you're just taking everything in and you're so happy. and. I, wow. Yeah. Uh, Two things that Milo loves are morning time. Like after a night of being in his bassinet by himself, he's so excited to see people in the morning, which is so much fun. Um, the other thing that Milo loves now is fart jokes. It's pretty great. You can just do a little... <laughs> cracks him up every time. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you mean not like... Not like when he farts, it's funny, but you can make a farting noise and it's funny? That's right, yeah. Oh, when, yeah. When he, yeah. he farts, he's completely neutral about himself farting, other than you can see like maybe some relief on his face. But farting noises, he thinks, are hilarious. That was big for me, when you, when you can finally... Well, I, I, I asked a friend uh, for parenting advice one time, and they said, well, just wait for the light to shine back. I love mm. that phrase. That, uh, That's beautiful. That that is... Oh, wait, repeat kind of, that. Or just repeat that again. Well, parenting gets fun when the light can shine when the light shines back, and um, that's and so true. Just when you feel that like connection, like I'm feeling it now more and more as she gets older and pickier with people, that like daddy and mommy are still very popular. Like when I when I come into a room, it's like things are looking up for her, and that's like just so cool when you feel that uh, kind of appreciation and response, I guess. And for those first three months, especially, there's like no response at all. So, 
it can be challenging. Yeah. I, I don't have anything to contribute to this conversation because I'm not <laughs> a father. But I tremendously enjoy your children, both of your children, and I'm so excited I get to be a part of their lives. I just, yeah, it's being like a distant uncle <coughs> or like a... I don't know, nice guy. Some people, some people are weird about like saying like uncle. Like some people are like, oh, this is Uncle Matt, and some people are like, this is Matt. And you know, I so I don't just assume uncleship. But I guess for your two, no, you got it. Yeah, you got it. For your two, I do. Uncle Matt for sure. You know what I'm jealous of is a little shout out for Peter Davis, who has done a really good job of branding himself as Uncle Pepperoni. Yeah, <laughs> he did that. He did that with Milo first, I think, and now with Pippa as well. And like, that's what I need because I actually, I kind of actually, kind of do that at home. In California, I've told a couple of my friends' kids that I'm Uncle Fun Guy because mm. um, they they just latch onto that earlier because I don't see them all the time. I'm not like super close to those families, but when they hear the kids know that guy's the weirdo that introduced himself <laughs> as Uncle Fun Guy, I know him. So we, uh, we asked Peter if he would be Milo's Uncle Pepperoni. Oh. Yeah. It was uh, it was kind of a, a favor to us. Was, My, Milo needs an Uncle Pepperoni. Peter, will you fill that role? What? And he said yes. What, are, what other um, meats do you need filled for uncles? <laughs> yeah, what other meats do you need filled? <laughs> uh, prosciutti. Prosciutti. <laughs> well, Milo, this is your uncle. Prosciutto. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of Iberian Peninsula, we are here with uh, with Jose. Should we cut to him? Let's cut to Jose. Jose is napping on the boat. <laughs> well, look at those legs. Mm. A dream come true. Uh, well, I, I, I dearly look forward to dancing with both Milo and Pippa at Jose and Maggie's wedding on Sunday. That's another one of her tricks. Dancing? Yeah. Excellent. There's a specific song you can play, well, most, most music, but there's a really fun one. It's uh, Dancing on My Own by Robin. And just, mm. the beat, just the open beat, the first beat, and it's hilarious. She starts losing her mind like she knows that it's dancing time. <laughs> uh, does Milo have a favorite song that I should shuffle on the playlist? Um, a favorite song? I don't know. He likes, uh, like, folk music, basically. Um, some lowland hum. Some fleet foxes, some bone yeah. ivor. Yeah. Anything in that genre. We used to, like, in the evenings, he would get a little bit fussy when he was, like, three weeks, four weeks, month and a half, somewhere in there. Um, and we'd just put on some, like, light folk music and dance around with him, and he would cheer up and be ready to sleep so I guess that's his favorite genre I, I'm just imagining um, future fatherhood as one giant musical is that accurate no <laughs> <laughs> it has been cool one thing I did which is pretty hippie but uh, I like it is uh, saying a song to Pippa when she was in the womb, mm. and then I've oh, continued. Nice to do that. I've continued to sing the same song to her at night. Was it "Hey Ya" by Outkast? <laughs> uh, it is not "Hey Ya" by Outkast. It's actually "Buddy Holly" by Weezer. Uh. <laughs> Mostly because I know all the words. Like, there's actually I'm actually I love music, but I'm not actually that good at memorizing all the words. Did, did you slow it down like a real like? Uh, we knew I looked just like Buddy Holly. 
Oh, oh, and you married Tyler Moore. Um, that's the fun part is I kind of do like a different version a lot, so there's always variances, you know? But it is that ooey-ooey part that I feel like does lend itself to a good lullaby, because it's essentially her lullaby is like Buddy Holly by, by Weezer. You sing it to her every night? Every night. I, Will you give us a couple bars? Uh, um, what's with these homies dissing my girl? Why do they find her fun? What did we ever do to these guys? That they act so violent. Ooh, ooh. So anyways, that's the song. I thought you were going. No. But yeah, that's her song. So, but, so I guess it's not like a musical, but music, it is fun how quickly they respond to music. And Pippa, when she starts getting anxious in the car, we play music mm. and she relaxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, yeah, it's incredible. That's cool how that's such a, an immediate reaction. You know, she can't even speak yet, but, but music, mm. she really enjoys. So. Uh, anything else you guys want to add about your fatherhood adventures on the boat? Um. Yeah, ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> you know, on that Mi- I, Milo or Milo or Fatherhood. Oh, there we go. Oh, fish hey, on! Fish on. All, right, All right, fish on, fish on. Here we go, Hondro. Should we wake up? Nah, he's good. Yeah. He, he just rolled over. <laughs> he did actually get up and. Ooh, look at that. Yes, Hondro. Uh, CStudio603.com for a live. <laughs> For, video for video footage video footage of the catch that we're describing right now it's gonna be insane what do we think it's gonna be Big lake a trail. laker no. it's a laker people look at that That's wow. 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 Oh, captain, my captain. we're not buying fish for dinner That's i feel like we have all the material for this episode except a closing how should we close this episode colton With a poem about fish? Yes. Do you have one ready? Yeah. Let me just Google poem about fish. <laughs> we'll get something going for you. I thought you were going to write one on the spot. Uh, what is it? Jose. Oh, Jose. What is it? Jose's here. Jose's awake. Um, we're trying to close this episode of Studio 603, and we're looking for either uh, some words of wisdom or a poem, possibly about a fish. <laughs> Do you know any poems off the top of your head? Fish, no. Or the ocean, or the water. I do, but not on top of my head. Uh, I can find it. Here's um, Joselito's reading of Pablo Neruda's El Mar. Necesito del mar porque me enseña. No sé si aprendo música o conciencia. No sé si es sola sola o ser profundo. O solo ronca voz o deslumbrante suposición de peces y navíos. El hecho es que hasta cuando estoy dormido, de algún modo magnético circulo en la universidad del oleaje. No solo las conchas trituradas, como si algún planeta tembloroso participara paulatina muerte. No. Del fragmento reconstruyo el día, de una racha de sal la estalactita y de una cucharada el dios inmenso. Lo que antes me enseñó lo guardo, es aire, incesante viento, agua, arena. Parece poco para el hombre joven que aquí llegó a vivir con sus incendios y sin embargo el pulso que subía y bajaba al su abismo 
El frío azul que crepitaba el desmoronamiento de la estrella, el tierno desplegarse de la ola, despilfarrando nieve con la espuma, el poder quieto, allí determinado como un trono de piedra en lo profundo, sustituyó en recinto en que crecían tristeza, terca, amontonado olvido y cambio bruscamente mi existencia de mi adhesión al puro movimiento. Mm. Jose Bebe, everyone. Thanks. The, the, the groom to be. Grim to be in, in, in today's. No. Thanks so much. Oh, are you so excited? <laughs> very, very excited. Excellent. Yeah. Introduce the poem, please. Uh, this is called The Sea. Uh, it's what Jose was trying to read. <laughs> I need the sea. Thank you because it teaches me. I don't know if I learn music or awareness, if it's a single wave or its vast existence, or only its harsh voice or a shining suggestion of fishes and ships. The fact is that until I fall asleep in some magnetic way, I move in the university of waves. It's not simple the shells crunched as if some shivering planet were giving signs of its gradual path. No, I reconstruct the day out of a fragment, the stalactite from a sliver of salt, and the great god out of a spoonful. What it taught me before I keep, its air, ceaseless wind, water, and sand. It seems a small thing for a young man to have come here to live with his own fire. Nevertheless, the pulse that rose and fell into its abyss, the crackling of the blue cold, the gradual wearing away of the star, the soft unfolding of the wave squandering snow with its foam, the quiet power out there, sure as a stone shrine in the depths, replacing my world in which were growing stubborn sorrow, gathering oblivion, and my life changed suddenly as I became part of its pure movement. I'd like to see the translation for the word stalactite. ¿Cómo se dice stalactite en español? Stalactite. Stalactitas. But of course. Just make stuff up. Beautiful. If the blood on the deck will teach you anything, it's that we are now men. 